ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bearded Beauties podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, non-binary, microwave, pencil sharpener, fighter jet, whatever you identify what? as. What the hell are you talking about, dude? Well, you know, these days, uh, everybody's something that they're not, or something else. Okay. Identifying as a, uh, identifying as, as a anything. pencil sharpener. Yeah, yeah. Who identifies as a pencil sharpener? I'm sure there's some out there. Uh, maybe a pencil, and then there's the sharpener. You know, male, female, that's that's it. That could be, yeah, that'll work. So do I need to do this whole intro over again? No, uh-uh. Why? Ladies and gentlemen, pencil sharpeners, <laughs> transvestites, Vaseline containers, whatever I you consider. I think covered more there. We covered more there, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, whoever you are, wherever you're from, welcome to our podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Ray. And uh, this is the Bearded Beauties Podcast. Uh, we're here to fill your ear holes with all kinds of nonsense, hopefully make you laugh a time or two, and uh, hit you with some knowledge. Yeah, I don't know about that last part. Well, I know uh, a few things. I have no knowledge. I have none. You have a few, okay? You're pretty good at smoking pot. That that is true. Right, yeah. So that's a that's a definite. We can give some grinding and some rolling knowledge. I'm pretty good at being big. Yeah, I would say that. I, yeah, you're you're uh, you're on up there. Six foot nine. Yeah, six eight. Uh, I'm not sure if I can spread that knowledge. Uh, I can, giggity, but uh, I don't know if that's appropriate or not. If you could lay the knowledge. I can lay the knowledge. Just like the pipe, we'll lay it. Anyway, so what do you want to talk about today, buddy? Is Ooh. that one of those uh, pot smoking coffees? <coughs> no. I have a cold in the middle of August, at the beginning of August here. What a way to fuck August up. <laughs> August is harvest. The harvest of August? The harvest of August. That's when all the good shit's supposed to come out. Lies. That, that's what they say every month. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know how that goes. So what you been getting into? Uh, not much, man. Just hanging out, going to work. Pretty much it. What about you? Uh, a little bit of the same. I'm 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 only working like a couple days a week. Um, uh, but uh, really hard job being a writer. Yeah. Oh no, this is not. This is actual standing behind a cash register. Woohoo! Oh shit! Yeah. Um, I did that for a while at a gas station. It sucked. Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to last. Um, I don't know how long, you know, um, you go to jail for homicide, but. Uh, I think it depends on who you kill. If it does, then I might be okay. Women and children frowned upon. Rapists, uh, you might get away with. I'm, I, I can see this guy as a pedophile. Well, there you go. Yeah. You're doing everybody a favor. Yeah, exactly. I'll make the uh, the uh, 
I'll I'll take the sacrifice. I'll take the swing. Okay. Well, let's get into why we're here, what are we doing, and why are we doing it. What is it that uh, you were hoping to get out of this podcast? Well, I don't know. I mean, this is... Um, nobody was listening. <laughs> Put it no, down. no, nobody's listening yet. So yeah, yeah, uh, no, well, I, I, nobody was listening then, and nobody listened after it. I mean, it was, you know, one of those things, and uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm still new. So I'd, I'd like to kind of get a handle on the whole podcast thing, and then, um, I don't know, maybe help help boost my comedy career. So far, I'm not sounding real comedic, but uh, well, that's right. You recently started doing stand up again, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, after almost 10 years, almost 10 years off. And, uh, oh, yeah. When, when, I, when I first started, when I, you know, was doing stand-up 10 years ago, I was, I was, I was okay, but I, I was, uh, you know, throwing stuff out there that I didn't have life experience on anything, and then yeah. now here it is 10 years later, and I have two kids a house and a family, you know, the whole, the whole 10 yards, the whole nine yards, whatever. And now I've got shit to talk about on stage that everybody can relate to. And, uh, now I can laugh at my, my good old pot smoking days, which are not over by any means, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I can look back at them and laugh now because, um, yeah, it's not like I ride down the road and and smoke a blunt anymore. I I don't do that shit anymore. To me, that's like you know jumping out in the traffic and going, "Hey, uh, about a block down the road, I killed this guy. Here's the knife." And yeah, uh, now you just have to tell the wife you're taking the trash out and go behind the house, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's that's about that's about the gist of or you know, daddy's got to take a shit. Everybody chill in the living room. Uh, Just you know, turn the fan to, on, uh, open the window, yeah. spray some exactly. Febreze, and and I feel like um, when I, when I was uh, doing early on and traveling, we we would have to do the hotel room that way because we would always get the non-smoking room. And who the fuck gives a com uh, a com you know a comedian a non-smoking room? Don't be fucking retarded. Yeah, no, I mean it, it, it's fairly <laughs> obvious that right. There is a lot of marijuana involved in the the comedy writing process, right? Otherwise, there would be no comedy. I mean, not really. There would uh, be comedy, but it would be dry, useless shit that nobody laughs about. They just huh. it would be Jerry. It would be Jerry Seinfeld comedy. Yeah, well, I, I say that. Yeah, I say that with the uh, the the greatest of hearts, but I I just I don't. I'm not with it. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I, I, I respect Jerry. I think he's, you know, done something amazing with what he had and he had an awesome TV show, but his, his style of comedy is just not a, yeah. But which style of comedy is more entertaining Seinfeld or Dave Chappelle, for example, Dave Chappelle by, by, I don't, I mean, there's, there's no comparison. Yeah, no. Even though Dave Chappelle would turn around and look at you in the face and say, uh, Jerry Seinfeld is a legend who paved the way for, uh, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's not, it's just not factual. That's just yeah. not true. Well, I mean, he, he did pave the way, but at a certain point that paver gets out of the fucking way and lets traffic come through. 
Yeah. And that's that's new age comedy. That shit worked in the early nineties when everybody was so just in shock and awe of what he was saying. But I mean, fuck, it's twenty nineteen now. That shit's not gonna cut it. We've seen yeah, everything, we've heard everything. Prim and proper. I mean, if if you ever go back and watch the T V shows now that we, we watched when we were younger, like uh Alf, for instance. You know, I, I, I tried to watch Alf, uh, a couple episodes of Alf, and I couldn't believe I liked the show. Yeah, I couldn't it, believe it, I ever thought it was entertaining because it was awful. Now, the one thing, as an adult, my oldest daughter, she's six now, Alex, you know, she fell in love with watching Pee Wee Herman. So I started watching it again as an adult, and there is some raunchy, nasty shit happening in Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, Pee Wee had some raunchy, nasty shit happen in uh, public places. So. Well, yeah, but as a kid, we didn't see that. But now as an adult, you go back and you watch it, and he's flirting with whatever her name is that comes around in those little skimpy dresses, and Lawrence yeah. Fishburne's a, a cowboy trying to get it, too, and it's it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it really is. It really, and, and the funny thing is, is if you've ever met anyone that that's never you know never seen that or never you know only ever heard about Pee Wee Herman and then you show them you know like the movie or the I believe there was a sequel too wasn't there there was there was two or three other Pee Wee movies and you show it to them and they're like no what no fucking way yeah and it's like yeah man yeah and they're like how did they not see that oh dude we didn't see all I mean Put it this way, when when uh, Elijah, who's now seven, he'll be eight in November, when he was like two, Shelby was like, you know, because he was really into monsters, and he still is, she was like, well, well, we'll just let him watch Beetlejuice. And I was like, holy shit, you know, I was like, you know what Beetlejuice, you know, what, what words are in Beetlejuice? And Shelby's like, no, of course not, I don't. Hold on, hopefully you can edit that out, he's crossing over here. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, but when when you when you know when he was a kid, we got him Beetlejuice, and I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, there's some some stuff in that. And she's like, "No, no, I remember watching it as, as a kid." And I'm like, "No, yeah, you remember watching it as a kid." So yeah, you don't, you don't see. Yeah, you don't yeah. see all the other stuff and the slight like sexual undertones and, and, and everything else that goes along with rewatching it after years. And he's like, nice model, motherfucker. And, and she was like, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And With the, the, the damn uh, whorehouse. And she mm-hmm. was, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah. What, what, yeah. what did you think you were watching? And I get, like, just doing <laughs> kids shows, I guess, would be fucking hard. Because what was it fucking Steve from Blue's Clues was a cokehead all those years? I mean, yeah, as if he, you couldn't tell, though, that he was fucking, I mean, he was wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. He looked well, like he was too happy to be there. I mean, he was standing in front of a fucking green screen talking to an imaginary dog. And he was good at it. Like, <laughs> yes, he, he was. For years. <laughs> well, he probably had in some form, and he was just really coked out one day and was like, I got an idea. Showtime. Yeah, right. I'm going to make these other people see this blue dog I've been talking to. And and he did it for a while, and then they found out he had a coke habit and replaced and him, they, and yeah. it was never the same. They replaced him with a, a guy that was 
pretty creepy himself too as well. Yeah, mediocre at best though. Yeah, yeah. Nobody will replace Steve. So what do you have like for breakfast? Zuckerberg will never replace uh Oh well fuck. What's his name? The the guy that's your first friend on Faith on uh um MySpace. Oh from MySpace, uh yeah. Tom? Yeah, Tom. Yes, Tom is a legend. Uh, kids these days will never know about Tom. They'll never know about Tom, and that is sad. You start Facebook and you have no friends. It's like, oh, you're a fat piece of shit. Nobody cares about it. <laughs> MySpace flipped that shit around. You started. You automatically right? had a friend. He didn't Tom's care who like, you I'm were. Your buddy. I'm your he didn't buddy. give a fuck what you did, what you looked like. He was like, hell yeah, I got a friend now. Facebook. Do you think no, you're at just a that loser. time in the world that technically he had the most friends of anyone else in the world. Tom yes, friends with more than anyone else. Yeah, maybe that's what MySpace was started over. He he was a lonely piece of shit, and he was just <laughs> like, "I'm gonna start this website where everybody has to be my friend until they decide to leave me." Yeah, well, I I could see Zuckerberg Zuckerberg being a lonely piece of shit because he's the latter part alone a piece of shit. Uh, by the way, uh, Facebook doesn't own. Anchor, do they? <laughs> I have no idea. Probably <laughs> and so. <beep. laughs> if so, we just we just got, we just got xed real quick. Uh, no, but Facebook, the original inception of Facebook was was good. It was what it was meant to be. Yeah, now it's it so fucking long, monetized it, with all the ads and everything. It's just it's fucking ridiculous. It's just one big ad. It's like the porn pop-ups used to be on Internet Explorer. It's just, ugh, I can't even, I can't do it. Yeah, man, it's, I mean, let's see, what am I, I'm on my, I was, you're able to go back and track your thing. I'm on my 11th 30-day um, suspension from, on Facebook. <laughs> so I've yeah. had, I've had 11, that means I've gone 330 days <laughs> Out of 365, so 35 days past year, you've been on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, out of it all, and then and then it doesn't that doesn't even count. There's there's 27 24 hour ones. Um, there's something like I think it was like 14, which I thought would be a higher number, but there was 14 um, 48 or 48 hour ones. And then there, it was ridiculous, and the number was like forty something of the seventy-two hour. Um. So yeah, so that's been my total. And then um, they have the week and the two weeks, which surprisingly are weird. The week I had four, and the two weeks I've had seven. Damn. So and then from there it's thirty days. So then it was like I don't know. Um, it seems pretty unjust to me, but did I, did I send you a photo of what they sent me this last time? Yeah. It said like your comment goes against their, uh, community standards on bullying and harassment, but they didn't show the comment. Yeah. Um, while I've been banned, I got another notification that I had been reported and it was so, this one was awful, dude. It was because I showed other people and they were just like, somebody's after you. This is ridiculous. It's I, I said something in a comment section along the lines of um, people are are so cute when they're um, uh, or excuse me, people are like 500 percent cuter 
when they're angry, when they're aggressive, you know. And yeah. I said, except for Adolf Hitler, he's like nine. <laughs> and I said, like nine, like not like none, you know, like nine. Mm-hmm. No, and in German, that's how I wrote it. And I got fucking reported, and they fucking said it went against their community standards. Well, and that's the thing with today. We've talked about this numerous times. We both, for everybody that don't know, me and Ray both write short films, features. We write shit. Yeah. That's that's what we do. And I tend to write and sketches, yeah. and I do stand up as well. And I tend to write shit that's more progressive and that'll offend people. And Ray's called me out on it several times. Said, "Hey, you can't do this now. You could do it ten years ago. Today, you can't do it. People are are too pussyfied and they get offended by shit." Thanks. So I've had to I've had to back off. And I guess being a writer, actor, everything, people just attack you if they see something you don't like. They're you know. You've got that bullseye on your back when you say stuff like Hitler and, and gay and and just, just whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't have to act on it. You just, like, say that's gay, and here come a million posts on Facebook telling you that you should kill yourself or, or die or something. When gay doesn't even mean what, you know, it's, I don't know, plenty of comedians have brought it up and talked about it, but, I mean, it's just, I mean, you and I grew up in the same era and everything. It, gay never meant that you were gay. It meant that you were being gay, like you were being yeah. a, you were being a bitch. That's what it meant. Yeah, it, it, you know there was I mean? no it, sexual no, undertones uh, to it. Yeah, it, was just... it had none. It had nothing to do with what you were doing. It was like you know, just like the word, you know, and I don't mean to be, but 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 faggot, the same thing. It was yeah. you know, they the, your buddies are like a, you know, well, I got to go home now. The lights are coming on and it's getting dark outside. And you and don't be a faggot. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what you were saying. And, and it was, don't be a sissy. You weren't, we weren't being there. We had nothing to do with sex. We weren't, you know. No, not at all. We weren't even there. Uh, uh, you know, on sex-wise. We were teenagers, so literally our minds were on boobs and vaginas, you know, constantly. Unless you were gay. Unless you were gay, of course. <laughs> but, you know, if even my gay friends that have come out since high school and, you know, there's been quite a few of them. Uh, they're still my friends, obviously, and everything. And it, the, the first thing is, is when they come out to you, they're like, hey, um, so, hey, you know, I'm gay. And, you know, I looked at them and I was like, duh. <laughs> yeah, like, no I shit. We've, we've known that. this for right. 20 fucking years. Same time. I could have told you that in fucking high school, bro. You know what I mean, and uh, but anyway, they you know they they feel the same way. They 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 grew up with you know us going faggot. Don't be a faggot. Yeah. You know, don't be gay. Don't be gay. You know you're being gay. Whatever. And it never it never bothered them. It still doesn't bother them. No. And I had a, a friend of mine from my childhood. We grew up. We lived on the same street for 15, 16 years. We grew up like three houses down from each other. He's a black guy. And we knew from day one he was gay. Everybody in the neighborhood knew it. You could just tell. He had certain mannerisms and he carried himself a certain way. And when girls were around, he just wasn't the same same dude. I guess it was about a year ago he came out. And all of us were just like, yeah, dude. Like, we know. We've always known. There's, there's, It's no big surprise here. Like, you didn't have to hide it. And he said, well, being a, a 
a gay black man in Alabama is different from being a gay black man in California. Yeah, you're in fucking Alabama, not California. That's the only fucking difference. Yeah, I think maybe it's more in their head that they think of, that it's. I mean, I, you, you, I mean, think about the, the psychology of it, and we've really gotten off of what we were talking about. Uh, we were, well, the mood anyway. Um, but think about the psychology of it. I really don't think that it is. I mean, and I can't say this because I'm straight, but I, I mean, this is how I feel. I, I think that it would be more stressful in your mind because you think where you're at wouldn't be accepting, even though is you know you're you're quiet about it because you don't know what would happen. Yeah, um, just holding that shit in for so long just has to just eat at you. And and I know from experience I'm not black, I'm not gay, but I have had problems that I needed to talk about and I've held it in for so long and it just kept eating at me and fucking tearing me apart. Yeah. And then finally when you just let it go it all goes away. Yep. So I don't know. Anyway, this shit's gotten a little too serious. It really Gay black did. dudes, got, we got love you. Serious mode there. Uh, <laughs> I don't care if you suck dick, eat pussy, eat ass, or all of the above. I still love you. Listen right. to our shit. Uh, same here. And uh, the offensive things that I say, um, I'm doing it on purpose. So uh, to, to make you laugh. Yeah, that's and, people uh, get triggered so easy, especially like with comedy. You say you go to a comedy club, you'd sit down, everybody laugh at you, no matter what. Yeah. You could cross boundaries, and it was just comedy. That's what nowadays, it was for, to point it out. Yeah, point everything out. Nowadays, like, I had a meme on my phone. It was some kind of, like, something making fun of a, of a white girl that only dates black dudes, right? Mm-hmm. She had a black eye. She had a pack of Newports. Just standard shit that's been, been associated with that for decades now I showed it to a guy at work it was a big deal right then he shows a guy a clip of I think it was Richard Pryor or something making fun of white people and thought that was hilarious I'm like dude it's the same shit you can't get mad at us for making fun of black folks when black folks make fun of white folks and it doesn't like you expect us to not get offended by it yeah it's a slippery slope it really is. Even in even in the comedy world, now it's a slippery slope. Now you got to watch what you say, even if it's obvious. Um, the only place that it's pretty much always allowed is at a roast. Now, yeah. at a roast, it's it's kind of given. Or they've got a new thing called battles. It's like a rap battle, except for it's comedy, and you just kind of go back and forth. Sometimes uh, they'll see you as the better like joke. And sometimes they'll see you as the better diss, like they diss each other. Yeah, it's kind of like back in elementary school, the, when you would go back and forth with your mama jokes, except it's a bigger platform now. Yeah, I, I just, the problem with that is, is that I see some of them get up there um, and they do well during the battle. But when they get up there behind the mic stand, uh, you know, to do their five minute set, 10 minute set, whatever, they completely bomb. Yeah. Uh, they and, and it's because they don't know anything but this uh, this battle like comedy. And I don't know if it's a fad, if it's going to stick around. You know, I've had I've heard some people at, at the bars go, "Oh, it's 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 just like wilding out." No, it's not though. 
It's it's not. It's two people, and well, you know, at a, at a time, just going back and forth, and then you know whoever battles goes up from there. And it's really nothing. It's uh, I mean, in while and out, they they have different games they play. They have props they use, um, you know, stuff like that. So you can't really call it that. Yeah. It's aggravating. It's aggravating as fuck. Well, and, and you know, me and you talked about you're you're doing stand up. I said I had thought about it from time to time, but my oh, dude, I guarantee probably once you get out there, you do it one time, you're gonna be fucked. But yeah, I'm gonna be fucked in the ass because I'm gonna shit myself on stage. Like, and, and you'll and you'll probably get laughs immediately right off the bat. Big man wait. shit himself. Yeah, no shit. That would I would probably get a Comedy Central special just off of that. You would. They'd be like, this dude shits on command. <laughs> That's the whole show. Him. You just have different skits of, like, shitting in places. <laughs> just rips ass. Yeah. Walking through switches. Walmart, shit. Baseball game, shit. Shit, yeah. You know, eating out dinner, shit. Airplane shit, because then you, everybody's fucked on that. You're in a tube in the sky. An air sealed tube in the sky, and you just shit in the middle of the aisle. Shit in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> you're fucked. You're the, you're fucked the rest of the flight, man. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing. And you know nothing somebody's they do gonna at that be point. like, uh, 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 and they're gonna, choke. and then somebody else is gonna puke. Yeah, and then somebody else is gonna oh puke. Oh my god! And when that plane lands, yeah, it'll be. They're uh, gonna deploy the uh, the emergency slide, and it's gonna oh, be a real man. slippery slope. Dude. When that plane lands, they're going to decommission it. <laughs> Maybe that would be the next plane they run into a building. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Flag on the play. Yeah. There goes there goes half the audience right there. Right. They just dip. The Democrats oh, shit. left. The conspiracy theorists left. Plane or, to building joke. Left earlier, and the conspiracy theorist guys just left. But I mean, we could get on aliens and how they're running the country and bring them. I right think back, we so. will. I think we will at some point. It's like that. Have you saw that Action Bronson show where he just smokes weed and watches ancient aliens? Is is that what that is? Uh, the other when I went live on uh, on the Area Fifty One thing before I got banned, um, I had thousands of people. I mean, there was there was just they were they were on there, and somebody was calling me Action Bronson. Yeah, I, I didn't know what it was, and I well, he's up a yeah, he, he's a rapper was, from the Bronx. Oh yeah, a rapper. That's right. That's right. A rapper. I was but like, he, the only thing that we have in common is we have a beard. <laughs> you're you have a beard. You're white. You smoke pot. Yeah, and you were on an alien page. I mean, he has a, a show. <laughs> yep, on Viceland. There went down to me. <laughs> it was either me or Action Bronson. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty much the same guy. Oh, on a separate note, though, you do. I don't know if you know who Robert Oberst is. Robert Oberst is a professional strongman, and if you were six eight and four hundred pounds of just pure muscle, you're fucking twins with the guy. The other day, posted something, and they said it was me to my wife's page, and I was like, "Yeah, that I do look like him." Yeah, I mean it, it's ridiculous. They've got a he's got a show on History Channel, and every time I watch it, like I'm like, "Fuck, Ray is is swollen." And I, <laughs> I dip back down into reality, and I'm like, "No, Ray's like 
five two. Five two heavier than that. <laughs> You're what five five seven five eight five eight? Yeah, yeah. So five two is close enough. It's closer than six eight. I'm I'm tall. I, hey, I'm tall enough on the ground. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, the, the ants and kitty cats think you're tall, but oh, that's fucked up. Whereas I was just walking into the kitchen and hit my head on the door frame. Yeah, and and you do shit like that all the time. I don't have to worry about that shit. No, I fit through doors. I don't. <laughs> I get I don't, hit. I don't forehead with ceiling fans. I don't. I I would have probably. Well, no, I can't say. Well, maybe. When you fell through those steps, I was going to say, I would have probably walked right through those steps. And well, but, but as seeing as you, your big ass stepped right through them. Yeah. Yeah, I did kind of fuck up a staircase at a brand new house. <laughs> but when you're, when you're 350 pounds, that's what happens. The world is not made for people my size. Yeah, it's just it's that gravity, bud. It's working against you. Well, no, like, but okay, you know, like, they, there's been this whole kick about the proper stance you're supposed to be in when you take a shit, and it's like squatting squat. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every toilet's like that for me automatically. It's because <laughs> it, they're serious. They're lower than my knees, so I have to do a full <laughs> fucking squat to take a shit. It is, ain't it? Though? So. So it'd be like me going into the elementary school and taking a shit in the kindergartens. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the little mini toilets they have. That's just every fucking toilet to me. You could, dude. You couldn't even pinch one off in the in one of the fucking kitty. No, toilets. I would be squatted so far it would just pinch my colon <laughs> off, and I wouldn't be able to shit. That's just then when I stood up, I would spray shit on the walls, and this would be another Comedy Central Daniel shits in places episode. Yep. Daniel Schitt's. Daniel Schitt's.0. Yeah, maybe that's a... <laughs> fuck Daniel Tosh and Tosh.0. It's Daniel Schitt's.0. Daniel Schitt's.0. And O is a butthole. Right? So, oh, my God. That's a lot of shit. Well, we have been going on for 30 minutes now. I'm sure people are getting tired of hearing our shit. Well, you're the only one who's been talking about shit, so... Well, yeah, I talk about shit a lot. Matter of fact, I'm probably going to take a shit when we end this podcast. Mm. So, it probably would be extra spicy because I had spicy chicken fingers at work today. So, that sounds painful. Yeah. <laughs> at least I'm in the proper form for it to come out the way it should. Right. In the squatting anyway. position, you Neanderthal. Yes. yes. I'll just bury it with dirt instead <laughs> of flushing it down the toilet. <laughs> Joanne will come home like, why is there fucking dirt in the toilet? <laughs> I had to cover my shit. But anyway, what are you going to do when we get done? <coughs> I don't know. Probably uh, whoop some kids and kiss some cousins. Hell yeah, man. Alabama life. Right. I'm going to go beat my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, and then maybe go for a bowling, game of bowling. <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm to beat her. Then I'm going to cook some meth. Then cook right. some meth. Then I'm going to get her fucked up on the meth. Then I'm going to beat her for using all my meth. <laughs> Sounds like another Thursday night in Alabama. Then I'm going to drink me a Bud Light. I'm going to jerk off. And I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> you know there's people right now going, they fucking beat their wives. No, they <laughs> yeah. beat their wives. <laughs> <laughs> they beat their wives and with their kids. And 
And the funny thing is, around they the kids. Know is that our wives would probably kick y'all's asses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my wife would definitely kick my ass. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, mine too, for sure. She, uh, she's, uh, she's on another level. Right. She waits till the eyeballs roll back of the head and then plays the. Uh, do you want to? You want to see tomorrow game? <laughs> well, well, Joanna, when we first started dating, like, you know, I'm in the horror. I've got everything is horror films with me. I've got skulls and I've got a fucking horror sleeve tattoo going. And she knew I was into that kind of shit. And I don't know if she was fucking with me or if she was being serious when she said this, but we were bored one night when we just started first dating. We were trying to figure out something to do. And she says... Let's go on a killing spree and then bathe in the blood. <laughs> and you were like, marry me. Yeah. Well, I think that's when I decided to marry her. I, I wasn't sure if she was serious or if she was fucking with me because she knew I was in the whore. And I still haven't to this day asked if she was serious or not because I'm afraid of the answer. <laughs> But well, I don't, I don't know. The way she looks at other girls when they look at me, I, I think she, it, it, she could do it. Yeah, my wife's pretty much she's on that level too. But, but um, I don't get the there's there's my wife is has no sense of humor. Um, so uh, it's it's tough doing. Well, the she comedy. married you, so she thought something was funny. Yeah, yeah, that well, that's the only funny thing she did. <laughs> She's like, "Look, I'm gonna take this joke home to mama and daddy." Right. Ah, oh, damn it! Now I gotta marry him. Yep. So she, she got prego, and then it was like, "Yep, you're fucked now." Yeah, I got him trapped, <laughs> but he got me trapped. So, so we got to deal with it. But anyway, have fun kissing your cousin. I'm gonna get off here. First podcast, guys. If we fucked up anywhere, we're sorry. We're new to this. Uh, trying to put something together for you guys to enjoy. So, And don't be offended, little bitches. Fuck yes, it. don't be offended, it. little bitches. Just take it at surface level. Don't look deep into it because it's just all for fucking fun. So, I'm Daniel. I'm Ray. And we will see you guys next time. Woof, woof. Fuck off. Suck my balls.